Chapter 1 The thing that boils the blood in my veins more than anything else is when someone tells me I can't do something. Do you really plan to find Shangri-La? Jared asks, and then laughs. <laughs> Listen, Riley, even if you could handle the physical strain, there are political aspects barring anyone from trying. Physical strain? Are we truly having this discussion? Poke fun all you want, I say and pat his bare chest. Listen, I mapped it out. Should be a piece of cake. Riley, when will you rest? What do you have to prove? Seriously, why don't you just drop it and move on? You can't do it, Jared says. That's all it took, those four words, and the heat rises to the surface of my anger, and anger takes over. I can do it, and no one will stop me. I push off him and climb out of bed. I pull my jeans on and search around the room for my bra. Ah, come on, baby, I didn't mean anything by it. I take it back. I know you can do it. I just meant not by yourself. You'd need a team. Why don't you come back to bed? Jared begs. You may be one of the world's leading climbers, but I'm your equal, Jared, I say, finding my tank top first. I put it on and grab my bag. You'll end up killing yourself, Riley. Jared rises up on his elbows. The sheet falls off most of his godlike body, and I'm almost tempted to join him. I'll see you in a few months, Jared. I turn and leave the room, slamming the door behind me. He'll soon see not only how equal I am, but how superior. No one tells me I can't do something. No one. The closest I can get to Gankar Poinsum includes being a part of the 19-day Gankar Poinsum trek starting in Paro. Only four other people make up our small party of trekkers. And I'm not just the only American, but also the only female. You know, dear lady, the traveling chaps will provide our basic necessities, like food and water. The Englishman Connor says and smiles. The others laugh with him. They've been teasing me about my pack since we began. I'm well aware of that fact, I say, smiling and pushing past these amateurs. You have to admit, she's one spunky broad, Connor's friend Kyle says. How many women actually want to do this? I couldn't get Miriam to even consider it. One more day, and we will reach the destination that will allow us all to part ways. Then, what's really in my pack will become so much more useful. Even the toughest of women need to bring a shitload of stuff wherever they go, Connor says. He and his friend laugh, and I move further up the line, passing the lead pack horse, but I can still hear their whispers. I'm glad Miriam isn't here, so I can stare at that ass all day long. Man, what I wouldn't give to have just a five-minute fuck session with her. It takes everything I have to ignore his asshole comments and keep trudging along. I remind myself of my true quest and know that this is only temporary. The rhododendron and bamboo forests begin to thin out, revealing the breathtaking mountains. Snow covers the peaks and excitement boils under my skin. It won't be easy slipping away in the night through unknown territory, but I know the sacrifice will be worth it. What will the guy do when one of his hikers goes missing? at the exact location where the government forbids such trespasses? As the others break at a yak herder's camp, they accept an invitation to join them for some butter tea. I decline, and sit outside viewing the very mountain I've been dreaming about for months. Gankar Poinsum, the highest unclimbed mountain in the world. I read about the failed attempts in the mid-80s, but they were amateurs. 
happen, but climbing became banned thereafter due to spiritual beliefs. Japan approved an expedition in 1998, then inexplicably revoked it soon after. The government has denied every attempt since. So, the only obvious way to get through the red tape is to go it alone, and without permission. I'll mark my progress with pictures and electronic instruments that will record the altitude of the climb. Of course, I won't be able to claim it publicly, but the thrill of just knowing I'm the one who did it first is enough to push me forward. Ah, oh, a young female explorer. Where, indeed? An old yak herder with a long wooden walking stick smiles at me. His teeth have long fallen out of his mouth. His glossy eyes pass right through me. You speak English, I say, and return his smile. He nods. Only enough. Your country is really beautiful, 